0: Breaking news tonight. The Inheritors, a race of interdimensional vampires that feed off animal-themed superheroes, have broken out of their radioactive containment. Despite being put into mortal danger because of it, we have placed our own spider-themed reporter on the front line so we can deliver breaking news to you first. Only here on the Fact Channel. Untold Spider, on to you.
1: What started as an everyday assassination has turned to tragedy here in the secret underground lab of Dr. Elliot Tolliver. A.K.A. Otto Octavius. A.K.A. The Superior Octopus. A.K.A. Dr. Octopus. A.K.A. Superior Spider-Man. The cloning tubes meant to bring the good doctor back after an untimely demise have been hijacked by the inheritors who initially created the technology.
0: I'm gonna stop you right there. The good doctor? I thought Dr. Octopus threatened to burn half the world with like a giant mirror a little while back.
1: Hey man, people change. One day you're threatening mass genocide. the next day you're rubbing elbows with the Avengers. I'm just here to report what's up.
0: And that's exactly what we do here on the Fact Channel. You're risking quite a lot to be there, aren't you? Uh,
1: not really. No one can see me or hear me. I'm the Untold Spider. I have the power to be completely silent and invisible by any method of detection.
0: That's incredible. Your assistance there must be invaluable.
1: I would be. I could finish this whole thing in seconds with these guys. But, alas, I'm just a journalist. I have to remain impartial on the sidelines.
0: Impar- Isn't the Fate of the World on the line? Ah, these guys have it. What, what was that?
1: I think they just blew up Ox Lab. Y- you think?
0: What, what are you, are you not there? Look, man,
1: I already had a lot of spiders to deal with in there, and then there's this great-looking food truck across the way fighting for truth, justice, and journalism, gets a guy hungry, and, you know, I can be anywhere, but I can't be everywhere all
0: at once. <sighs> So, I mean, is there even anything... Do you even have anything to report? Uh,
1: they're congregating
0: around the building. Let's see if we can
1: get a statement. Spider-Woman, what's been going on? Hello? What about you, Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Other Spider-Man? Spider-Pig? Hello? Uh... <laughs> are,
0: are you having difficulties?
1: It appears my powers are actually having a problem. I can't seem to turn them off.
0: But, but if your power is that no one can hear you, how are we talking?
1: Oh, man, it looks like something's happening. You gotta run. Report back soon.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Our brave reporter risking it all to give you the news you demand on the Spider-Geddon. Well then, <laughs> thanks to uh, The Untold Spider for uh, that brave, brave reporting. We are going to be talking about Spider Spidergeddon, number one and number two, written by Christos Gage, art by Jorge Molina, uh, colors by David Curiel, and letters by Travis Lanham. Um, normally we would do these one issue at a time, but I actually had to travel for a wedding that I was officiating when the first issue came out. So instead of trying to play catch up and just releasing like five different episodes in one week, we decided to combine these two.
1: Well, I think it ultimately works out because spider Geddon 1 and 2 actually functioned to the breaking point where all the um, pre-Edge of Spider-Gaddon stuff actually took place story-wise. So in a way this is the prequel to the stuff we had read up to this point and now we're caught up and now we're going to be moving forward through the event so
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so all right so just for a quick rundown so otto's cloning tubes allow the inheritors to make new bodies and leave the radioactive planet they were imprisoned on at the end of Spider Verse, spider uk spider-man noir and karn have all moved on to the great web in the sky spider gwen is stranded on a different world without her like uh wrist watch that allows them to jump through dimensions and the spiders have split into two camps and gone on recruitment missions camp one being team kill em. camp two being team killing is bad Wrong. that that's that's yeah and like, like Matt said uh issue two ends with like each panel shows like how spider The Edge of Spider-Geddon issues tie into this, including the Zero issue of Spider-Geddon itself and kind of that thing. But there isn't really much to talk about because, like you said, this also kind of acts as a prequel to all the stuff that's happened. And aside from the Morelands are back all of this kind of could have just been implied like uh i mean yeah we had we had karn dying i think is probably the biggest machination because he was kind of the one in charge of the web of destiny which is the semi macguffin that like um they're all trying to protect so i think that's going to have ramifications but the 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 setup here seems to be implying that we're almost like that spider Geddon is going to be Yes, Spider-Verse 2, but also some sort of Spider-Man Civil War, where we have these two idealizing factions going against each other. One led by Miles, which is against killing, and one led by Doc Ock, which is for it. And we've already got some kind of...
1: Which is is weird, because Miles killed Captain America, right? (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, no. Okay, you want to hear what's weird? Is one of the first people... That Doc Ock goes to is Kane. and I mean, I haven't, I haven't really like brushed up on the on guy who killed Tip. Yeah, yeah, like on on you know the their whole relationship. But I thought that that, that might still be like an icy kind of like I don't know. Like I, this is not yeah, my not lieutenant. Not your first draft. Yeah, this is yeah the first draft. The dude who killed me. <laughs> so he's good. He's yeah. effective. He's got experience, relevant work experience.
1: <laughs> so I, I want to back up because part of the reason I feel like Kane and I feel not much has gone on here, but others might is because these first two issues are really rounding up a lot of what's happened. a, from the relevant um, Edge of Spider-Verse titles, a lot you can infer that happened these two issues are alluded to throughout those issues. So a lot of it was pieced together and was able to piece together a lot. So these issues went exactly as I expected based on the writing that they did before, which on one hand made these issues maybe not as eventful, but I was happy for that they didn't try to throw in weird twists to try to make it more exciting in a way that wouldn't fit the story. Also, a lot of this event and these issues in particular play directly out of the Web Warriors series that proportionately a lot of people didn't read. I liked it. <laughs> I know I liked Web Warriors too. I also only read it about a few months ago when I could read through the whole thing and I found a cheap way to do so. And it seemed like it was going to be very relevant moving forward. And a lot of the elements like The fact that all these, uh, the way that all these Marloons have been treated and have been trapped under this rubble was very heavily addressed throughout that series. Uh, there's a whole second um lady dr octopus character that if you hadn't read web warriors would have been coming out of nowhere and you'd be completely confused by some of the state of the web warriors some of the lore that they just allude to is just held within that series and they have to recap it here because most people would be unfamiliar but it is essentially just review
0: right and like also the the pathos for the characters also developed in that because you know as as we said like spider-man noir died and spider-man you K died and yeah spider-man noir had like two four issue minis but spider-man uk is pretty much only in that web warrior series well both web warrior series
1: right so now we're teed off for things to really take off
0: right and i don't know some of the like this is echoing some of the same problems i had with spider verse where i mean we've already gotten well. a uh like the the floodgates have opened for these spider geddon and tie-in books um uh, We've got Gwen Stacy. We've got Spider-Girls. Uh, next week, I think we're getting two more. We got Spectacular Spider-Man. And again, it seems like all of the relevant things that are happening are happening in these side books. Like we, like in Spider-Girls, we uh, – I don't know. Have you read Spider-Girls yet? Yes. Okay. So like in Spider-Girls, we get like that uh, Annie Parker is like some sort of like – you know, destined spider and how she has like a key part in in fixing all of this and and kind of the same way Silk was like you know Silk has <laughs> yeah. uh which why hasn't Silk shown up yet? Anyway, because um, no one cares anymore. It, I didn't say it, you said it. <laughs> um but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they got that gets teed off a little bit in two, I think May Mayday mentions that like Oh, there's a really strong spider. I'm going to go head over here. Also, I should probably run into Anya. Uh, this is normally something she's into. I, I mean, I was already going to be buying these books anyway, but it, like, I want the core book to have the core story. I don't want to have to like go through the checklist and make sure I read everything in order. I, I want... You're going to. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to. But like, I, I, I want these side books to be like fun side adventures i want them to be experimental i want them to be like the the vault of spiders i want them to be like weird anthology stories
1: well yeah that's not we're getting but they are side to the main story here because the the main dish is dishing up the spiders to the morloons the problem with Spider Geddon overall, thus far, is that it's suffering a very acute sense of sequelitis. There is nothing held here that is drastically different from what was happening with the main story of Spider Verse, with maybe the one exception being the absence of our near, dear, beloved 616 Peter Parker, who's dealing with it in a side book on his own, but isn't part of this main story. But it doesn't really resonate because there's so many other characters going on and we have dr octopus anyways
0: right i mean yeah they they mentioned like oh man we need to get like peter parker here he quarterbacked us last time and like yeah from from us as reading it as a standpoint yeah that makes sense um because that's the main spider-man but from from the from the you know, the story within itself, it seems a little strange because all of these people are their own Spider-Mans who have had, you know, their own set of trials and tribulations that have brought them, like, you know, there's, what, what I'm saying is, you know, within the realm of the story, there's nothing particularly special about uh, the 616 Peter Parker Spider-Man other than the fact that he's beat Moreland before, but now all of them have beaten Moreland before. So it's not like they really, and, and he, you know, Peter's contribution to Spider-Verse were nothing uh, he didn't do anything it was sp- well he led the team efforts he 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 led the team oh, yeah, efforts yeah. to massive casualties
1: well you know you do what you do he- but
0: they managed to kill the captain universe spider-man
1: <laughs> like- i mean the captain universe spider-man when you break him down actually isn't that effective Uh <laughs>
0: Well, well, we'll have like, to cover those Captain Universe stories then. So, I'll Oh, have
1: a... we need to. I love them to death. Uh, also that what if.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah. Good, good good one. Good call.
1: In spider Again here, I mean, it is much the same cast, just they're on the run from the Moorlands again. They don't have their headquarters, but they didn't have their headquarters really last time as much more than just a place they met. Like it wasn't like a strategic right thing. It was just a space for them to like meet each other because they had to meet each other. And so far, like I said, it just feels like this is preamble and now we're keyed for stuff to actually happen. And if this moves to, like you said, like you're guessing spider war uh that could be an interesting twist hopefully there's a lot of ways that could be divisive because they essentially had that debate before
0: i I mean yeah it's it's debate that gets brought up a lot you know um you know does should batman kill the joker but like yes uh (laughs) it's just you know. it's a well, my, my point is, it's another tired like story well, beat. It's another, it's another well that they keep going back to. It's do we, you know, do we kill or is killing bad wrong? Do we, you know, oh, the Morelands are back. They're going to kill off a bunch of side Spider Man characters that only a few people really, truly cared about. And, you know, but all your favorite people are going to be like, Miles will be fine. Gwen's going to be fine. Oc is fine. Peter's fine. Like, Spider Ham's probably going to live. Um, He's immortal. <laughs> uh, the, the
1: part that kind of takes the punch away from this in the Marvel universe is that killing is wrong if it is a human or probably a mutant, but if they are a true alien... To us, and they look weird, or if they are a monster, or they are a robot, or artificial intelligence, or anything outside of that kind of sphere, or a ninja hand, ninja, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, killing them just doesn't seem to make a moral impact to much of anyone. Sometimes you get Korean in there because they look superhuman, but Skrulls, eh, <laughs> you can eat them, right? And then you might get superpowers. Like
0: a krill yeah. crew, crew, kill crew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. The, the idea that these characters would be put in a position where they would have to kill something that views them as food just doesn't feel like as morally complicated as them killing like the vulture crew that they've been running into as like a gag bad guy to have someone to beat on while they talk.
0: Yeah, man, the Vultureons, they're, they're super man. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, it's, you know, it, it is tired and... It's also kind of like stretching credibility, like, okay, so yeah, in Spider-Verse, you couldn't really call in other other characters because they were fighting them on the home world, which was in a different dimension. Like, why can't Iron Man show up and, like, wipe the floor with these guys? Like, he's not a spider... He's not, like, an animal totem. Like, he could he could body them.
1: But it's not his fight, man.
0: I I mean, yeah, like... He's got
1: an AA meeting to go to. He just doesn't
0: have the time. (laughs) I mean, like, I I understand that, like, once you start asking that question, the whole, like, idea of the shared universe kind of falls apart. But it's also, like, the 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 one of the reasons why I have, like, a problem with these Spider-Man stories, like, that keep on having these giant consequences when like yeah well this sounds like it's like punching above Spider-Man's pay grade or at least a single person's pay grade and there's no reason because of the scale of the story that someone else wouldn't get involved
1: well and i think that's a problem here too uh going to the side story again with spectacular uh Spider-Man makes a, goes through pains to deal with and call Jonah before he calls the freaking Avengers which makes more sense because he wants to get the Web Warrior device to contact them. And it's like, you're playing with the confines of the story. But if Spider-Man was actually dealing with this threat, you're right. Like, why not call Iron Man? He has his number. Mm-hmm. They talked at Amazing the same month.
0: Does, does
1: Iron Man know
0: Peter Parker's identity at this point? I can't remember. No. Th- okay, yeah. I was about to say, I think they played it in 8 that he didn't. But I could have sworn that he was on the Avengers team when he revealed it post-brand new day. But, God, you know, it's... I I feel like I shouldn't say it's a pain to keep up with the Spider-Man continuity on our deep dive (laughs) Spider-Man podcast, but sometimes it's a pain to keep up with the Spider-Man continuity. Um, I mean, it's nothing on like X-Men continuity, but, um, you know, whatever.
1: But I I do want to point to that I'm a little down on these last two issues because to me it has been it's felt like a lot of review, especially because you can interpret so much of those going to happen from the comics that were more fun to read when they were fresh and exciting, coming out, you know, just the month prior. But I'm really looking forward to what's next. I'm really enjoying the side books. And I I think the event overall is fun, but these first two issues haven't been the best lead-in, which is going to be interesting to see if maybe they pull it out on the back end because my general impression of events is that the first few issues are very interesting coming up with setting up the new idea or whatever. Then the ending isn't very satisfying because they can't actually do a conclusion to a lot of these comic book events because that would involve doing something that would allow them to have a continuity to have a book next month. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how this ends and it would be so great if this ended infinitely stronger than it began, allowing it to be the inverse of how I feel about most of events and it ultimately would make me feel more positive overall.
0: Yeah, like I, I could, I would definitely be excited to see this act as like a end cap for this kind of era of Spider-Man of like the, the whole multiverse thing, you know, jumping, you know, with Spider-Gwen kind of hopping back and forth all the time and this idea of like a a web of life and and the web warriors i think i think you could feasibly do a solid conclusion on this and like have have a conclusive end to the story because that idea has not it it hasn't seemed to track very well like 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 we said web warriors didn't do well Um, it seems like not too many other writers want to deal with You know, interdimensional Spider-Man travel. It seems really far away from what the character does. But it's so fun. Well, it's it's fun to see it's a fun to have a crossover uh issue. Yeah, like that that's fun. But like you can still come up with reasons why they can travel interdimensionally later. We don't have to have this like open note of like the uh society of Spider-Man protecting the the fabric of the multiverse.
1: It's just Spider-Man Exiles. It's-
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think that would, well, I mean that, yeah, that's basically what Web Warriors was, but uh, I still think it would be, yeah, cool if we had, if we had it, but I think it would also be cool if this was like a solid, solid, like blowout ending and we actually got like a really strong, uh, satisfying conclusion. Totally. Th-
1: those are always
0: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will also echo your comment that I'm, I'm enjoying these side books. The side books are really good. Cool.
1: Was well, there anything else you want to tag on? Here? No,
0: I think I think we've we've talked about this one enough. Uh, you know, maybe with uh, issue three coming out ne- next week. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll have we'll have more, and you know that one will be that episode will be a little bit more timely. Yeah. Until then, I guess we'll uh, we'll put a feather in the cap. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, catch you guys next time. Thanks everyone for listening. We will continue to be running our Sandman the rest of our salmon block through this stuff. And of course you can always check out that Patreon. If you want to hear our in-depth thoughts on those B books.